My dear friends, our readings for today's Mass give us the opportunity to reflect on our responsibility for cultivating the kingdom of God as stewards of God's creation. But first, what do we mean when we describe ourselves as stewards? The generous giving of our time and talent and treasure usually comes to mind when we talk about stewardship as a faith community. Our U.S. bishops, in one of their pastoral letters, describes the Christian steward this way, as one who receives God's gifts gratefully, cultivates them responsibly, shares them lovingly in justice with others, and returns them with increase to the Lord. This was God's hope for his chosen people. In our first reading, Isaiah presents a stinging condemnation of the people of Israel who have done exactly the opposite. God has given them everything they need and more, but they have yielded nothing. God had expected faithful fulfillment of his will, which includes the just treatment of one another and especially care for the poor. But he got wild grapes in return, which symbolizes a harvest of unfaithfulness. Their lack of care for what God has given them will cause them to lose all that they have been given. In the gospel, the vineyard stands for the Israelites, the chosen people, the same people that Isaiah writes about. They have failed to follow God's will. Now they are subject to God's judgment in the person of Jesus Christ. The overriding lesson of both the gospel and the first reading from Isaiah is that God is a generous God who places in our hands the care of his creation. He gives us what we need to accomplish his plan for us. And he is patient with our progress. He forgives us over and over. But ultimately, if we choose not to follow his ways, we will face serious consequences. We'll be denied, we will be denied entry into heaven. We will spend eternity apart from God, apart from all the faithful who have gone before us and all the faithful who will come after us. Our choices always have consequences. But be encouraged by these insights into the ways of God. We are blessed by his patience and consoled by his seemingly endless mercy. But we should also be vigilant and honest in our relationships with him. Yes, he is patient, he is forgiving, but he is also a just judge who holds us accountable for our stewardship, for our choices, for our actions. He has given us the responsibility for cultivating the vineyard, the kingdom of God on earth, which is a great responsibility. So how should we respond? How do we cultivate the kingdom of God on earth? Here are three ways to help us with this important task. First, make a daily commitment to do the will of God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, is at the heart of the one prayer that Jesus taught us, the Our Father. Our first priority must be to do the will of God. So how do we know what God's will is? Read the scriptures, says Paul. Listen to the instructions he gave to Timothy. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for refutation, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that one who belongs to God may be competent, equipped for every good work. That's us. 
equipped through scriptures for every good work. And that's why we are commissioned to break open the scriptures throughout the year at Holy Mass. To give you what you need directly from God to do his will. So make a daily commitment to do God's will. Second, put Christ at the center of your life. He dedicated his whole life to doing the will of his Father, as we know. Follow his ways and you will be doing the same. Jesus said, whoever does the will of God is my brother, my sister, and my mother. So if you want to be intimately close to Jesus Christ, do God's will. Follow Jesus' example. Put him at the center of your life. And make regular reception of the Eucharist a priority to help you with this task. Because that's our food for the journey that he gave us. The journey to heaven. Third, pray. Pray with a spirit of trust and gratitude. Listen again to the words of Paul from our second reading. Brothers and sisters, have no anxiety at all. But in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your petitions known to God. Paul is saying to pray to God with such trust that you give thanks before God even responds. Then, as Paul says, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and mind. That peace comes from placing what God wants ahead of our wants. So pray with a spirit of trust and gratitude. And God will help you cultivate his kingdom on earth. I urge you, my dear friends, as Jesus' disciples, to put these three steps into action so that you may be cultivating the kingdom of God in your life for yourself and for others. I would suggest you will have the courage to lovingly do some very important things when you do this, such as promote the sacredness of human life, protect our environment, promote racial equality, perform the works of mercy. For ultimately, it is our concrete daily actions that will cultivate the kingdom of God on earth for all to see. Do the will of God, put Christ at the center, pray with a spirit of trust and gratitude. Let these three steps help you cultivate the kingdom of God and be a good steward of all that God has placed in your care. And may God bless you.